Hey everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I am proud to be Wham James, and I am joined by the first December interview guest, Tracy. Tracy, welcome back. Welcome to the December interviews. Hi, I'm super excited to have made it out the other side and to have made it to this moment. Made it out the other side sounds like you just got digested. That's the metaphor I was going for. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like I was eaten alive. Sorry, please continue, James, with your wonderful intro that I'm ruining. Oh, no, that was it. We got it. We got it. Great. Um, I'm going to get into the first question, if that's okay with you. Perfect. Excellent. Let's set aside for a moment whether you finish NaNoWriMo or not. How was the process of self-imposed, forced, month-long writing? It was really hard. So, like, I'm not a person that does a super great job of, like, setting goals for myself and then meeting them if I don't have some outside authority holding me accountable. You know, it's not like I had to turn in my nano project at the end of the month to anybody or anything. You know, it was just for the personal sense of achievement, which doesn't always motivate me. Right. But it was a lot more helpful to have the Wham Juice crew doing sprints a lot, and then Zeb, who I've mentioned several times, but um, there were a lot of times where I wasn't feeling like writing, and then someone would message me, whether it was from our group or Zeb, and be like, hey, 30-minute sprint, and be like, oh, fine, I guess, and then I'd get some words down, and that helped a lot. I I noticed during the months that you were often doing sprints, and I thought that was really good. I thought it was really cool to see. That was pretty much the only time I wrote, actually, and like to start the month doing sprints as like more competitive and then like as we got into the month it was literally just someone else is working at the same time that I'm working and I need that you know little kick to push myself to actually get started. I mean like uh, at some point like Daniel and Mason and I were like "Eh, we'll get in on this sprint I mean we're editing or cleaning house or whatever but yes (laughs) we will also get in on that. Yeah, so, and that, I mean, also completely takes away the competition of it because it's not like there's a converter for, like, minutes edited of a podcast to the equivalent words written, you know, so. Yeah, in fact, I would say that the result of a sprint when you're editing is really bad because it's like, (laughs) I edited 10 minutes over the past 30 minutes, so, (laughs) like, it's it's like the units are the same, so it's like, It feels like a direct comparison, even though it's not. Well, you should count the words as you're editing to see how many words pass through your editing ears. That's nearly impossible. Well, keep that in mind for next November. That'll be an invention we make in (laughs) May of 2020. What would you say was the, the hardest part of the month? Like maybe the hardest time or the hardest writing struggle? Did you find yourself blocked at some point or what was the hardest part? Um, okay. So I think because of my poor time management skills, the last week was the hardest part, specifically like the last three days, because I ended up ending on 5,000 and then the last two were 6,000 word days. I pulled out my statistics if you want me to go over those, because I really like statistics. You know I do. (laughs) Freaking love statistics. So I hit the halfway point in my nano on... November 21st. So that's when I reached the 25,000 words. So six days, like technically behind. And then I didn't write for three days, which was really smart. So my hubris (laughs) was just like, oh yeah, I'm six days behind. Might as well make it nine. Um, And then there, so during the month, there were only 10 days where I actually wrote more than 16 
or 1,667 words in a day. The minimum. Yeah. So there's some days where I wrote and I just fell below it. And then there were other days like where I obviously had to do 7 billion words to make up for it. And then there were nine full days where I just didn't write anything. That brings me to my conclusion of my statistics is that next year's goal is for me to take the daily word count more seriously instead of just being like, oh, it's one month to do 50,000 words to actually really focus on every day. So that was, I guess, to circle back to your actual question, like what the hardest part was, it was actually sitting down and getting started. Because once I started something and I set the timer and I had someone else doing it at the same time, so all these things had to line up. Once I actually started writing, like I enjoyed it. I'm like, hey, this is great. I have ideas. Once I start writing, like I could sit down with zero ideas. But once I started putting words on the page, I started coming up with things. So just like getting started. And then I could have hit the word goal in under an hour if I would have done that every day, and it would have been a lot less stressful. So what you're telling me is you wrote a novel in 21 days. Pretty much. That's really impressive. Well, the thing is, I had 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) So let's not get too impressed. It only took Tracy three weeks to do this novel, is the takeaway from that. My next question is the opposite. (laughs) Okay. What was the best part? Oh, the best part was the moments where I like started writing something and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. This adds to my story or this adds to the character or something like I didn't know before I started writing. And then I was like, oh, it's coming together. Like there were a couple times (laughs) where I said something and I realized that it was like perfect, like foreshadowing or like it (laughs) fulfilled a foreshadowing moment. I'm like, oh, I can totally fucking tie this together in the revision. (laughs) So that was fun. I did like that. And, like, actually finishing it. So, yeah, I did hit the goal on Saturday night with, like, at 11.07 or whatever. (laughs) I finished it, and that felt pretty good. It's called a cohesive narrative, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. This story (laughs) is nonlinear. It's out of order. And I wrote two endings. So it's a real trip. Ooh. Yeah. Kind of on accident. What I like about that is that it gives the reader options. Right. For how their experience that they want to have. That's totally the intention, yeah. Listen, the author isn't really responsible for, like, the whole experience. I mean, the reader should bring something to it. They do have to do some work. (laughs) They have to do a lot of work. Exactly. God, lazy-ass readers. Stupid readers. (laughs) Except for all of you, if you're reading. Yeah, and me, because I'm (laughs) Anyone who's uh, researching the history of Tracy because they're a huge fan of her collected works, um, sorry about about this. Okay, Um, speaking of future and past, um, my next question is, What advice do you have for either past Tracy, for whom it's already too late, or (laughs) potential future James maybe or other people attempting NaNoWriMo in 2020? Okay, if I actually would listen to myself, I've told myself this a million times, but it's like every time I do a project or something, I always wait to the last minute and then it turns out I enjoy it, but then I don't have enough time to actually put in my full effort. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have started this sooner. So past Tracy, if you could... um, do it better and maybe this is like future Tracy's advice next year just like write every day just like sit down and start it because it's not that hard once you start it but it's just the starting is really really hard I feel like your theme of just starting it is mm-hmm. a great theme for the first December interview oh we're kicking it off yeah yeah exactly we've oh just, we've God. started look at you this are just accidental. all about <laughs> She doesn't stop, people. (laughs) It's all accidents. (laughs) All right, last question. Okay. 
Did you finish NaNoWriMo? You did. You've already talked about it. Yeah, I had to. I was so excited. I couldn't. I just, I'm just so like, I don't feel like I accomplish things that often. So I was like, hey, I actually accomplished this. I want to shout it from the rooftops. And then I had friends who like weren't participating in NaNoWriMo that I all, you know, texted at midnight on Saturday <laughs> night. I'm like, hi, I wrote a book. And they're like, oh, cool. What's NaNoWriMo? I'm like, ah, you guys. <laughs> you all suck. <laughs> like, wait, why did you do that? Oh, because I wanted to, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not only does that mean you didn't support me over the month, you also don't listen to my podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So would you? So you were excited. You were really stoked. Yeah. The sense of accomplishment. Yeah. I needed an external reward, so I did buy the NaNoWriMo 2019 mug. But I waited until I wrote my last word. Ooh, what was your last word? Ooh, that's a good question. So with my story, it ended, or like I was so tired. I was just so done. It also takes forever to load, so we'll see. Is the last word of your book entrails? It should be. That's what I should write. But it like got to like, oh my God, 49,000, like 200 some thing. And I'm like, I have 800 words left. I've kind of wrapped up the second ending of the story. I don't really feel like going back at this point to like fill in anything, you know, because I feel just so done. So I just like basically wrote a short story about like a character from the book was telling it about like a story from their home planet. So it got real weird, but I did like it. It was fun. It was like a fun way to end it. Almost, almost like an epilogue kind of thing. I love it. It's taking a really long time. It's... Are you opening Scrivener? No, Google Docs. It's only loaded like 50 pages. Here, just give me your password. Okay, perfect. So it is... Speak it clearly into the mic. So my email is... <laughs> if you want to send Tracy an email or be Tracy receiving an email... Be me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a fun addition to the podcast. <laughs> NaNoWriMo 2020 Identity Theft. Yes. <laughs> oh. While that loads, what are your future plans for your work? So for NaNo, I think what I want to do is um, set it aside for all of December and just kind of let it rest and have some separation from it. And then picking it back up in January to like start a revision process, because I don't know, like when I set out at the beginning of the month, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to revise this. I'm going to get it to a final draft. You know, this could be my first book and whatever. And then like as I'm writing it, I'm like, I'm actually learning more about my writing process than I'm actually writing a story right now. Okay. So that was kind of interesting, too. So I feel like for editing and stuff, I'm just going to go into it with the mindset of like, learning how I edit, learning how I rewrite, and just using it as a learning process before I start on like another project kind of thing to see what works and what doesn't. But yeah, so December is going to be what I don't want to lose my habit of writing. So even today, I like really had the reflex like, oh, I should sit down and write. I want to write something. That's good. Yeah, like super. Like I feel like one of the biggest benefits from Nano was that at the beginning of the month, like writing for 20 minutes felt like forever, like to start with. And then by the end of the month, I was... I mean, on the last day, I just sat down and wrote for hours, but it was like 30 minutes went by so quickly and I could get so much done. So that was probably the best thing as my attention span grew. Um, but then, so I want to do a bunch of short stories in December, finally launch the podcast I've been working on. Yes. Yes. Nice. Got to write that. Do, here's my, here's my last question and then maybe it'll have loaded. Does your book have a title now? It had a title before. You're the you're like the one person that had a title. Yeah, I don't know if the title really fits anymore. Maybe okay. I'll just have to keep rewriting books until I find a story where the title fits. 
a title in search of a book. I love it. Oh my gosh, that'd be a great story too. Yeah. So anyway, so the last word of my nano piece is goodnight, which actually is pretty cute. Come on. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. Yeah. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about, about your experience or whatever that I didn't already ask you about? Just as a feelings update on me from like Saturday night is like, I lit- well, if I wasn't as tired, I probably would have cried. But like, I was so like happy and I was just really, you know, thankful for my friends and whatever get cheesy. Um, but I was like super emotional. And then today I slept until 11 o'clock. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about, how I celebrated. So I slept until 11 o'clock. I shoveled the driveway and spent an hour getting my car out of the driveway, slid downtown to the mall because the roads were terrible. But I got a 20 minute chair massage and then I got crab rangoons and general sauce chicken, came home, watched Brooklyn Line 9, finally did the dishes. So like it was a good celebratory day, but I felt super motivated and like having all these ideas for future things I want to work on. So that's awesome. Yeah. I just I feel really good. Like I'm really excited. And that's that's really kind of what I've what I've taken from watching from witnessing sort of you all do this is that it's it's almost not even about the actual thing that you're writing, but more the side effects of of having this daily discipline, which is really cool. Yeah. I feel like you've all grown. Like I feel like like from the October interviews to the December interviews, like I feel like you're all sort of, it's like you've been through something. I mean, you have, and you, yeah. you're sort of, you've had an, uh, you know, sort of a harrowing experience. I mean, so congratulations. Good job. Thank you. I'm very happy with how this all turned out. Do you want to give people a chance to uh, get in contact with you on Twitter or something? Where can people find you on the internet? So on Twitter, my handle is at Adeals Warlock. And if you follow the Wham Juice Twitter I am connected to it. I think we are somehow. I tweet at them sometimes. Just Spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel it out. If your heart is true, <laughs> Tracy will find you. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Tracy. James. Thank you so much. I'm very proud of you. Thank you very much for your support. Like so much. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. You're awesome. Uh, you've done an awesome job. I can't wait to hear excerpts or whatever or read some or whatever. Eventually, maybe we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, Tracy, take care. We'll we'll be talking soon about some other stuff or whatever. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, awesome. Talk to okay. you later. Yes, we should head out now. Hey, Tracy. Hey, James. Good night. Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.